Hi, welcome to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast with your host, Trent M. Clark, three-time World Series coach, CEO of Leadershipity, serial entrepreneur, having started 12 companies, coach to the 1%, and an international speaker. This show is going to be your go-to podcast for facing adversity, being inspired, and overcoming obstacles, all from the best in the world, business, sports, and leadership. Hate the crappy ingredients in many beverages and energy drinks? Rebellious Infusions are the go-to functional beverage. They have five or fewer plant-based organic ingredients. No sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system, and L-thionine for brain health. Rebellious Infusions are available at drinkrebellious.com. Rethink your drink. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. It's a wild story. But when we moved home, I had gotten a job, COVID happened, lost my job during COVID, was like, what the heck, what am I going to do now? And I ended up working in childcare, like dropping my kids off at one end of the building and me going and looking after other people's kids, which was not the dream. And I was really just like, God, what, like, what's going on? And then felt in January of 2020, 2021, out of nowhere, just that I should start posting videos online. And I was like, just like, I just felt like it was just like a sign everywhere. So I talked to my husband about it. Hey, I feel like God's telling me I should post videos online. So we prayed, God, if this is something Melissa should do, would you just make it clear? Five days later, Trent, I randomly uploaded a video of my kids sledding that I just, I was trying to figure out how to even post on TikTok. And the next morning I woke up and yeah, it had 22 million views and I landed a spot on the Kelly Clarkson show. We felt like that was a pretty clear sign. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like no. that's a, I don't know if there's ever been a hit over the head sign before, but I think that seems pretty clear, right? <laughs> right. So I continued working and I had no idea. Like I did not know a thing about TikTok. Yes. or anything. So I was trying to just figure it out. And so I worked the childcare job and I grew my account while posting TikToks in my car on my lunch break. And I grew my account to, I think when I left about 190,000 followers and now I'm at 227 today. 227,000 followers. Okay. So by the way, if, you know, in the NIL space, you know, we can get you all sorts of contracts, by the way, Melissa, just so you know, <laughs> like, you know, you ever want to come and be an AIM client for us? Like, just let us know. Okay. And then, okay. So you work with us because you are an influencer and you help other people. So you yeah. take work with some of our athletes who mm-hmm. are learning like, Hey, how do I get a better following? How do I make an engaging video? Which is a cool yeah. thing. Now, Let's come back to the beginning for a second. Okay. You know, you're this kid, you're this superstar over here at Mundelein, and you're walking through the hall going, I can't wait till one day I'm going to be a mom. I'm going to be a wife. This is going to be great for me. No? No, I know. What, what do you I, know? You're like the mom I, champion. Melissa, I, walk me through this. I never wanted to be a mom. So my mom had like a terrible birth experience with me, and it always freaked me out. I'm terrible with the doctor. Terrible. So the thought of like, oh, just the the process of a woman having a bit, like, I'm like, I'm out. I faint at needles. So I never wanted to be a mom. You have two kids. The practical side. I just want to go for everybody out there to be clear. Melissa has two kids. Right. Yes. And Trent, I had them without pain relief. Ooh. And we just have a moment. Like yeah. this is, yeah, whatever. But child- no, no, big props. Because, you know, like, listen. Because so, I'm scared of know, needles. So it yeah, is. So, yeah, I, listen, I love you. Because this is my wife. So, you know, you talked about at the beginning, uh-huh. right? Like, hey, I'm this, you know, freaky girl out of college who digs kale. Like, 
We were going to Whole Foods driving an hour in 1994 to go get organic foods in Ann Arbor, Michigan, an hour. And I was with the Tigers and my, and my wife's like, we have to eat right because I'm not putting anything in my body that's mm. not going to serve. Right. And so there's never we have five children. Right. Yeah. Wow. And there's never been anything in my wife at a childbirth. In fact, we had the last one at home. Right. That's so cool. Yeah. So I love it. And I'm like, you know, I'm watching all five of these going, you sure? Because like, I'm like, you know, you know what? Give me something. You yeah. know, like, I'm all right with it. You know, like I'm feeling the pain. So yeah, woo, I don't know, Melissa. I think you're a brave soul for all you women out there. Like, God bless you. Like, woo. let's come back to this valley just for a mm -hmm. minute. I don't want to relive it. And listen, this is very important for you out there. Like you have these challenges in your life and you do not need to relive those challenges, but sometimes you have to revisit them. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about like, oh, I was going to have this pure life. I was going to, you know, I'm a faithful person. And by the way, my initial view of Christianity and mm -hmm. faith and a higher power was when you walked with the higher power, when you walked with the Lord for you and I, like that meant like problems went away. Like, yeah, I literally went to my first men's group thinking I have issues, man. I have marital issues. Like I'm, I have issues in my life. I have job issues. You know, these people are Christians and they don't have any of these problems. And yeah. I said, this men's group, this is this guy who's going through a divorce and a sick kid. I'm like going, what are you talking about? This isn't supposed to be at the church. Like all you're right. this is all wrong. Like, and I, man. Yeah. Man. Right. So I want to go back to this revisiting this time. You are quote unquote living in the valley at Literally. a funeral home next to a you know a cemetery where people are just dying to go. I had to get that in. Yeah, I just slipped in a dad joke right there. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a dad joke. All right. And so I go back to the challenge of, you know, is it good? So I, I was at an event yesterday with Jeremy Poinsett. Poinsett, I don't know. I can't say his name right. And he is like an eight time US blind golf association champion wow. Wow. we played golf yesterday and he shot a 38 on the back nine and i'll just say i didn't <laughs> all right. mine was a, a few more than that all right okay. and so i'm just gonna go there all right and i'm like going man and he talked about these events in our lives and is it good is it bad like i am the u.s blind golf champion is that good maybe could be Hey, I went blind. I went blind at 19 years old. Is that bad? Maybe. Because I could tell you, as he talked about what a blessing that's been in his life to be, you know, on television, to be a public speaker, to be build a relationship with a father who is his caddy. And he and his dad won the U.S. Blind Golf Association because he doesn't do anything without his father, his caddy, who lines him up for every shot. He has to execute what his dad asks him to do. And they have a system of that. Right. So. He would look back on that and go, you're looking back, that was pretty good. But at the moment, we're like, label that. That's bad. There's no way that's good. And you're in this valley, and that's got to be bad, right? Well, and that's funny because that is exactly what I thought it was. And then when you look at it, I like, I have such, I don't want to go back. And I'm sure, sure this is not like, that's not like, okay, I did it now. Now it's never going to happen again. I'm sure. Well, I don't want to say that. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. Life is full of mountaintop and valley experiences. But what I realize, and this is like a quote that I love is from Billy Graham, mountaintop experiences are for sights and inspiration, but the fruit 
grows in the valleys. Mm -hmm. And if you think about like the valley seasons of life, like Kelly Clarkson, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It really is a time that like you develop so much like people pictures get developed in a dark room, right? Right. But we don't want to go in the dark room. We don't want to be in the valley. It's uncomfortable. It's hard. But that's where we get molded and shaped. That's where we grow. And so like whenever now I see somebody going through a valley season, I'm like, you know what? I know it sucks, but it there is a blessing in it. There really is. And obviously, like, I would never wish on somebody to go through pain. And there are things that are just tragic, you know, no, that, you know, I don't think that that's ever warranted. And I don't think that that stuff ever comes our way. But I think that God is so good that he can use negative circumstances for our benefit. You know what I'm saying? And so it can be a time that can be used and turned around for a good, for something good and something positive. Yeah. So I just think for anyone right now that's going through a challenge or something where you feel like the rug's been ripped out from under you, I'm like, hey, you know what? It's this, you're in the middle of the story and God's writing your story. And if it's not good yet, it's not done. And you're in the middle of an incredible story. Yeah, I like that. I love the quote, you know, you win or you learn, right? You know, as your husband's a rugby player mm-hmm. and, you know, man, like that's a tough sport, right? <laughs> like, yeah. and and you get beat up and when you win, you're like, oh, that was awesome, right? Like, and when you lose, like now I'm beat up and I lost, like, man, like <gasps> I want to learn the lesson of what just happened because yeah. I don't like the way this feels. I can be beat up and I won and I don't feel nearly as bad, right? Yeah. But if I get beat up and I lose, man, like I want to learn that lesson. It's like we learn so much sometimes for our losses. But, you know, I'll I'll go back to this quote, Melissa, like, you know, I'm doubt, you know, we did you go to James one, two, right in the middle of this. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, right? whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Yeah. And persevere. Like, walk me through that. Walk me through how you persevered through that. Yeah, I feel like it really was. This sounds weird, but I feel like the way that you persevere is you lean into the pain. Yeah. It's like you almost have to say, like, you kind of like, okay, I'm gonna go f- like the whole like childbirth analogy. Like if you like if you tense up, it makes it worse. But when you yeah. almost like surrender to the season and you're like, this is where I am, I'm in a valley. It sucks. It's hard. Like, but I want to learn the lesson and you open yourself up and you lean into the hard and you allow yourself to be in that space. And you take a good, hard look at all the stuff that you don't want to. You allow yourself to be uncomfortable. You allow yourself to be vulnerable and you lean into it rather than being like, look at so-and-so and and I wish I was here and I wish I was there. It's like, well, you're not, you're here. What are you like? What is God trying to teach you here? What can you learn from this? What are you experiencing and how are you growing here and now? And let's like lean into that so that you can move forward. Love it. You know, and I'm reminded of like Tom Brady talks about being in the pocket and he's like, man, I throw the ball and I'm like Gumby. I don't want to like tense up and go, oh, I'm going to get hit and react like because when I tense up, like this is when the injuries happen, when yeah. I'm loose as a goose. And, and I'm reminded of like, you know, the people that have survived really horrible car accidents and they were asleep, right? They're like, oh, hey, phew, they get tossed around like a pinball and like, whoa, nothing happened. But the person who's sitting in there gripping the wheel, tenses up everything, 
broken femurs, hips are dislocated, you know, like the whole thing goes pretty bad. Right. Yeah. So we have this thing that, you know, we have this built in natural, you know, defense mechanism, right. Mm -hmm. And and it's built to save us. Right. Like, and it's natural. So let's talk a little bit. I'm going to be remiss here as, as coming back to your TikTok coach. Yeah. I'd be remiss if we didn't give, you know, Hey, if I am on social media right now and video rules the day, you yeah. know, and I might be this example of video killed the radio star, by the way, <laughs> you know, like maybe I was better on radio than being video. So if you're going to be on this right now, give us three to five tips that we need to know right now about yeah, like, too. boom, how, like, you know, if you're going to make a good video and be intentional about it, what, what do the folks need to know? Yes. So the most important thing is if you want to grow on social media right now, the number one thing is you got to start, you got to turn up to add value to people. If you're there to be like, Ooh, follow me. And you're not willing to like understand your audience and add value to them. Just no, you need to think in every video, how is this going to help somebody? How is this going to add value? That's the, no, the most important thing. The second most important thing is when, how you deliver that content. So like right now on this podcast, we're like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, best thing, you know, that number one thing people don't know about Melissa, that's not going to fly. You've got to learn how to say more or less. <laughs> Good. I'm glad, I'm glad we're going to get no views on this video. Thank we'll you. Yeah, we got to chop it up. But it's a fast paced platform. So you got to learn how to say more, less and more succinctly. And you need to give a hook at the beginning of your video. And so it's something that would like entice your viewer to watch. So like where a lot of people say the punchline at the end, you would say the punchline at the beginning. So you'd say like three mistakes I made when I was going through the valley, right? And then you say one, two, and three, and you, you give the value, you add value to your audience. So you got to have the value, you got to add the hook. And then you also really need to let go of the professionalism. So when I was first, like I had that video pop. And then I was trying to grow on TikTok and I was doing terrible. And my husband, who is awesome, like he is the straightest shooter. Like I'm all like, yeah, everyone's great. And he's like, no, they're not. (laughs) Like he's like, no, he will say the truth. And he has been instrumental in like my life and in my growth. And he's very wise. And so anyway, I call him one day and I'm like, hey, like, yeah, I'm, I'm just bummed. Like my videos aren't doing well. And I don't know why. He's like, well, I'll tell you why. He's like, your content sucks. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you need to turn up. He's like, you've got such a great personality and you're talking to the camera. Like, you know, you're not letting anybody see your personality. He's like, you got to talk to the camera like it's your best friend. And he was really giving me like a, he was encouraging me. He was giving me a backhanded compliment, but I was like, oh yeah, you're right. And so I realized like you need to engage with people. Like you're sitting on the couch chatting to your best friend, right? And um, And that doesn't come in a studio with the right lighting and makeup. And hey, do I have eyeliner? Because my pop right now, like it's on your sofa, right? (laughs) Like, like, come on, grab your grab your favorite beverage and let's sit down and let's let's have it out, right? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, good tips for me. That's authenticity, right? Like this is, and this is what people value because I tell you what, we haven't, you know, the talking heads on, you know, the big media, no one trusts them anymore. Like nobody. Right. Like, oh, I'm going to get decked out and then I'm going to give you the news at my perspective. And I'm only going to give you 40 percent of the information and what I want you to know, but not everything. And you're like, yeah, I, I, I'm stopped listening to you at like, hello. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's brutal. OK, so that's good. All right. So let's finish here mm-hmm. with, you know, 
a lot of people are going through it right now. Uh, so I'm going to ask you two questions. And they okay. got to be quick. Okay. The first question is you coach a lot of people and you've worked with a lot of, a lot of friends and, you know, people in the market that, that have done very well. Mm-hmm. And as you meet people through this world, what do you see in people that most people don't see in themselves? Hmm. That's a really good question. I only ask bad ones usually. So this is good. I would say, honestly, probably just the, the reality that they can do it. And my business coach says this, and I think it's so brilliant. She says, if you believe you can, you can. And I just think for most people, they just don't believe that they can and they've never, and that's honestly even something for myself, like believing that you can. Yeah. So that would probably be one thing that I've noticed is just believing that you, like, it's the belief that you can. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's some convincing there sometimes that takes, but I love, I love Henry Ford's, you know, quote, right? Whether you believe you can, whether you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. Right, exactly. And you're like, oh, well, I don't think I can do it. You're right. Mm-hmm. I think I can do it. You're right. right. <laughs> like, you know, like, it goes either way, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right, that's good. All right, the next one is a lot of people are going through it, man. We're coming out of a pandemic. Just it feels like everything's kind of eh, not going great, you know? And whether that's good or bad, I don't know, maybe. I don't know how it's going. But there are people that are going through it right now. And what would you tell them the things that really helped you and what you wish you would have known then that you know now? It's very simple for me, Trent. It is an issue of trust. You know, I think like if you've never come to a place of trust, which really is faith in God, my like biggest like heart message to any person would be that like he's trustworthy and you can put your your faith and your trust in him and that mm. it's a moment of surrender and it's a it's can be scary but he has proven i mean never in a million years trent what i've thought when i was in the valley if somebody were to say hey in three years melissa you're gonna be on the kelly clarkson show and have this following and be booked on podcasts and speak yeah No, but like it really is. I think, you know, it's a different mountaintops are for different people. But I think if I could say some, you know, encourage somebody, it would be like, put your, put just put your trust in God and Mm. he will lead you and direct you on your path and your journey. Yeah. I think that's, that's a really powerful thing. And I think that's part of why they call it the living word. I know I've read a lot of things biblically and glossed over them in different parts of my life and then gone back and reread them again. I went, oh, that means something very different today as a husband of 25 years, which is now almost 27 Saturday and then five children like that lens of 52 year old Trent, like Trent 52.0, right? Trent 18.0 was yeah. a very different lens when I'm reading those words going, but how does that affect me? I don't know. I don't, I don't ever want to be a dad. <laughs> I wasn't you. Yeah. I wanted to be a dad. I was. All right. So let's go to the last. Okay. Which is what haven't we covered today that you want people to know? People want to win. And that's not easy. Mm-hmm. You know, no one said that road was going to be simple or, you know, unicorns and rainbows. Right. So. What would you tell someone who has that, that that really needs to know something on this journey to victory in this life? What do they need to know as they go that we really haven't talked about yet? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to just tell you, it's one of my favorite. This was instrumental in helping me and I touched on it a little bit, but it was a, 
I got it from this book that I wrote from Erwin McManus. It's called The Artisan's Soul. And he says, in life, there are two people that he finds the most boring. The first group of people are people that have never gone through anything. They live like these plastic Teflon lives and they've just never gone through anything. They're boring. The second group of people are people that have gone through something really horrific or really tragic, but they've stayed in their pain. Those people are boring. But the people that live their best life are people that maybe have had, you know, like the rosy beginning and then something tragic happens, but then they find a way to come through it. And that is like an amazing story. Those people live the most profound, most interesting lives. And so like what I would say is I believe that God writes our story. And if it's not good yet, it's not done. So if you are in the middle of the pain and the hardship and the tragedy, you will come through it and just know that you like you're in the middle of an amazing story that you are going to tell one day that is going to inspire hope, that's going to encourage people on their journey. So just stick it out. I love it. If you're breathing. It's not done. It's not done. So I love that. And there are so many good stories of people that started it. For everyone. Thank you, Melissa. I'm wrapping here. Great show. Another, you know, great episode of Winners Find a Way. Just thrilled that my good friend Melissa Hughes could join us. Thank you so much. Again, Melissa, where can I find you? On TikTok, Melissa Lee Hughes on Instagram, Melissa at Melissa Lee Hughes for my email. Awesome. For those out there, thank you for joining the Winners Find a Way show. Like us, share us, tell all your friends, everybody about us, and we hope that you can always join. We are here to educate, give good information, ask for nothing more than a share. So we will always bring you good stuff like the one percenters of Melissa watch for our pyramid of leadershipity coming out soon. Look for athletic influencer marketing and the aim NIL space and our NIL DIY that's coming out Nildy, which we're all excited about. You can check that out soon too. And for everybody else, we'll see you next time on the winners find a way show every Friday, 1230 PM Eastern and 930 AM Pacific. Melissa Hughes. Thanks so much. Good to see you. Rebellious Infusions are organic flavored water enhancers. Rebellious provides clean, focused energy in liquid packets. Just tear the corner of the packet and pour 16 ounces of water. Rebellious Infusions have no sugar, no calories, and up to 300 milligrams of antioxidants and loads of L-thionine for brain health. Rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Thank you for listening to the Winners Find a Way show and podcast. Trent, together with the leaders who shared their learning and experiences through this show, are grateful for allowing them to help and support you on your journey to becoming your best. Write a review, rate us five stars, and share this episode to your network.